Hello, everyone, and welcome on in to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. I'm Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in. We're coming at you guys a little bit earlier this week. Just a little bit. Just yep, about just, one more day. Just a day early. Yep. Yep. And that's because Eric, he fucked up our um, schedule. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. He actually did. But it's fine because I like early episodes because I feel like people are always mad when you're late. Mm-hmm. Nobody's upset when you're early. Yep. Exactly. So, and it's like more time for us to do stuff. Oh my God, yes. Not that I enjoy getting this over with, because I don't look at it like that, but once um, we kind of complete it early in the week, it's like the rest of the week, I'm like, oh, I could do whatever the fuck I want to do after work. Yep. Which is usually nothing, but still, I could do some more things if I wanted to. Why are you pop blocking? <laughs> I don't know, I'm just in a pop block mood. Well, stop. <laughs> it's my creative endeavor. That's true. How was your week? <clears throat> my week was a better. Um, I... I laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I laughed. And I fucking got surprised, and I almost threw the fuck up. <laughs> um, a friend of the show, Peter, um, is he travels. And he, like, backpacks. And I'm thinking that he's in Albania, and we're supposed to have a picnic um, this past weekend, and we had a picnic, and he fucking busts in the room and was like, y'all was going to have a picnic without me? Oh, my and God. You didn't tell me the sass was with Oh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, he, was like, he disappeared. He was like, y'all thought y'all was going to have a picnic without me? And at first, like, it didn't register because I keep on saying this, but I thought he was a hologram. So, and then I was looking at him because, like, I was looking at his face. I'm like, who the, I don't know who he is. I'm, like, freaking out because I'm not expecting him to see, like, because I checked his Instagram and he fucking was in Albania and like I almost threw the fuck up. Because I never like okay the last time I got surprise surprises when I had Beyonce tickets um, for my birthday. No, I surprised you for your birthday this year when Rel and Sean were. Oh in yeah, you did surprise me that because yeah. I was like like who the fuck that was, was a silly sur- that was a weird surprise though. It was because I'm like who the fuck? I'm like when you start driving Lyft I thought it was like a Lyft line or Uber pool or something <laughs> and they fucking laugh, smiling right into the car. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I feel like you was more freaked out than surprised. So I was more. I think you're right. I think Beyonce is what <laughs> I was freaked out because that was, I'm like, I'm expecting just me and And Eli. they both had trench coats on. You have like, what are the detectives? She got back there. And we was like, it was supposed to be a serious day. We like, was meeting for something. Like, <laughs> I was like, whatever, bro. Show can come. <laughs> yeah. So, like, and I love surprises, though, but I was not expecting it. Like, at, I mean, you never expect the surprise, but that one, imagine thinking somebody is in fucking Albania <laughs> and they in fucking, like, Fairmount. That's, no. Because when you <laughs> sent me the picture, I was in the mall. Like, hold on, mom, wait a second. <laughs> I thought, where you get this picture from? I fucking took it. I know. Is that why you were call- were you calling me earlier? To well, tell I called. Yeah, I was telling you about the. I called you to tell you about the picnic if you wanted to come. Oh, um, I felt so bad about that because I was um, taking pictures with my phone, so I missed the call. <laughs> Typical email. But um, yeah, my weekend was cool. What did I do on Saturday? Saturday, I went to Sephora to buy one thing, and naturally came out with a lot more what than that. Where did you that. get from Sephora? I needed to get some new Fenty. Oh, I'm so scared because I just because I've been using it all summer because I can finally use it because they ma- see the thing is. Black people, they sometimes they match you too dark, and then mm-hmm. white people match you too light. Yeah. And I got a funny complexion. Mm-hmm. So I had my, the 420 I had was too dark, but I was uh, able to wear it this summer because I got right. darker. And I'm so scared to run out of it because I'm like, 
confused like should I buy more because the summer is yeah. over so so I, I'm 430 all right I thought okay. I was 420 because that was my old apartment for some reason but <laughs> actually I'm 430 and I bought 420 this weekend for getting and I'm like I put on my face I'm like this is not right yeah and then I looked at my old bottom I'm like this is I need this vibrant 430 it's like a warmer 420 mm-hmm. made me look very ashy I could still wear it I like mixed it with something else but yeah I came out with all this other shit and then on Sunday I went to Hibachi for an early birthday dinner with my dad that was fun. Shout how out to Hibachi. Yeah, how was it eating as a vegan? That's my second time there as vegan, and it was very good. So any vegans in the city listening in Philly, Hibachi actually has more than one option. Like, you have some different sushis, some vegetable sushis. You have some vegetable tempura, and you have, like, <clears throat> like a teriyaki vegetable thing. The only thing is, each both time I told them no eggs in my fried rice, and both time there was eggs in my fried rice. So, so they had to make it over. Yeah, they had to make it over, and I just don't trust them. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And the next time I'm gonna go there and be like, listen, nigga, the, the first <laughs> few times I've been there, I'm not finna Get wait the for strength. my whole food Get because the fucking strength. your ass ain't listening. I said none. So no, yeah, but other than that, it was good. Okay. Um, but yeah. Insecure is coming out on Sunday. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. As soon as I come home from vacation, I'm getting in secure mode, okay? So it's going to be on August... 12th. Uh, 12th Sunday on HBO and we're obviously super super excited super big fans of Issa Rae everything that she does so for this week's Fade 4 we have our four insecure predictions mm-hmm. so we collaborated on this one. Oh yes okay so first one Issa we predict that she's going to be uh, trying out some women yep this uh, thank you Eric we think she's going to be trying out some women this season. We think she's going to confide in Kelly. Yep. Now, what made you think that this is the case? For some like, I don't want to say that, you know, people turn, like, you know, you had bad luck with men, so you turn them. I feel like she feels more free since she's, like, not dating Lawrence, and she wants to have more fun, and she wants to open up herself to any possibilities. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she wants to be more open. And I also think that some of us just automatically assume that we are straight because we've that's just what we've been taught. And it's not until you become in like twenty something where you're like, wait a second, um, I have choices. I don't yeah. have to do this. Um, do I want to? Like, I think Issa might think about it at least. Yeah. Think about it uh, because, like, as I'm getting in my twenties, I've thought about it. I'm like, do I only like men? Because that's just how I've been taught. That's just what I've seen in the media. Mm-hmm. Like, could I ever be with a woman? The answer is no. <laughs> but the answer still may be young and may Rihanna. That's always, but that's been the answer. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's every like, yeah, that's, straight girl like that's, go to. But also like, uh, and and when this happens, if it does, the prediction, I feel like she's going to hurt the woman. Oh yeah, I could see that. I wonder if Lena Waithe is going to make a little sneak peek into the show just to do this. Can't you see her doing oh, that? I can't because they're her. good friends. I can't see her doing it. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yep, that's what we want. Uh, so for Tiffany, you know, Tiffany, bougie, light-skinned friend, we think that baby that she's carrying is not her husband. Now, the reason why I believe this is the case, because what is her husband's name? Is it Kenny? Yeah, young light-skinned. <laughs> okay, that's what we're going to call him. Young Light Skin was talking to Lawrence about some nigga shit, and he was saying how there was a man at Tiffany's job that was all on her back, and he had a little talking to him, and that guy ain't there no more. You know, and then all of a sudden, Tiffany is pregnant, and Tiffany didn't, like, meet them. At She wasn't with the girls where she said she was going to be. Mm. I don't know. I just have 
something telling me that that baby might not be uh, his. It might not be his, but also I just feel like their relationship is just not. It's, it's gonna. I feel like it's gonna crumble. Yeah, this season I, she tries her best to be the perfect woman. Yeah. But you know what? Sometimes little hiccups come no matter who. It, it, don't, it ain't nobody's fault. Mm-hmm. So it might be that. All right. And Molly. I see. We see celibacy. <laughs> like in her future. We think she's going to try to find love within. Mm-hmm. And then, you know. I, but I don't think that's going to happen right away. I think she's going to have to get her feelings hurt by big light skin, uh, Dro. She, didn't she already get her feelings hurt? Feelings? Not officially. Because remember, the, it ended when we thought she was going to be with, what's his name? Lil Rel? Did I make that up? Is his name oh, Lil? yeah, yeah. Okay, Lil Rel. I thought she was going to be, we thought she was going to be with him, but she tried him. It was boring. And the episode ended with her back with Joe. That's why everybody was calling her a clown. Yeah, true, true, true. She's boo with a fool. Because <laughs> that shit would have hurt my feelings. Like, I, I cannot, like, I do I do not believe in polyamory. Like, I'm sorry. I just don't personally because humans, there's always Jealousy. one person. There's maybe, like, you know, the couple is into it, but maybe the third feels some type of way. That's what I was Or, like, say. The, the third and one of the persons from the other couple, like, connect more. Because, like, for instance, like, how Molly um, and Dro they got more, but his wife not really with it. And then that make me think that, like, do she even accept this? Like, I think that Candace, that's her name. That's funny how I can remember Candace's name, but not the other guy. <laughs> Candace and Dro, I think they have a good working relationship with but it. But just not but Molly. She's not the one. Uh, no, I think that, yeah, Molly, she done had a temperament to do that. Or they, 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 she's cool with them having a third, but just Molly can't be that third. But Candace never said anything. It's no, it's no... Nothing. Maybe she don't know, but it's nothing about her that looks like she like mm, to it. Molly can't handle it, mm-hmm. and I would be a Molly in this situation. Like I, yeah, I would not too. be able to do. It. I'm too possessive over stuff like that. Yeah, because I feel like I mean, if it works for some people, it works. But like me personally, I just feel like it just never works because just, human nature. I just don't think no dick is good enough to be walking around feeling hurt after it each time. Exactly. Like all right, maybe you do it one or two times, but then you like, yo, I'm a grown ass woman. I'm a lawyer. Okay, I'm walking around with my head down low because some married man already told me what it was and I don't like it. Like, just yeah. listen to yourself. It's plenty of other fine, tall men out here that will take you down good. I know you don't believe that, but it's the truth. It's the truth. So, after all, she get hurt, I really can see herself on some celibacy shit. And like you said, that's when she going to find love. Yep. All right, and for Kelly. We think that there's something that's going to happen for us to take her serious because up until now, we don't. The audience, we don't take Kelly serious, but Kelly also doesn't take her friends serious. Like yeah. when Issa's trying to open up about something, like Kelly kind of shoots her down. Like when she was trying to talk about her and Lawrence broke up, she's like, "Did she? Did he hit you?" And she's like, "No." He, and she was pretty much like, "Oh, I don't, I don't care then." Like she's just not that friend you could talk to about anything serious. Mm-hmm. So I think. Obviously, I don't like to see the strong character get broken because yeah. I don't believe in breaking women. But I do like to see some humanity because I don't like a person that plays too much. Yeah. Like, you can't annoying. take nothing serious. Yeah, and I feel like she's probably going to confide in Issa. And then that's when they go ahead and talk. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Can't wait. I'm excited because, honestly, I, I really don't know what's going to We never know what's going to happen with Insecure. And I'm happy that Lawrence isn't coming. I know. I know, Sabria, you mentioned how you're happy. Did you know somebody from the Lawrence Hive sponsored? Yeah, that's sad. You had all... <laughs> fucking buy 13 on um, iTunes. 
Don't fucking waste your money on it. <laughs> okay, so now it's time to terse to terse for <laughs> Now it's time to toast for assist, okay? So there's this, like, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant designer that Sabrina and I have been following on Instagram. Um, and the name of her brand is Cash Murphy, okay? so this It is, might be pronounced Cashmere because that's her name. Oh, okay. Well, what's all these Vs for? I have uh, no idea. Is, is it Roman, Roman numerals? Oh, okay, maybe. Cashmere, like, seven it would be. Yeah, I don't know her. Oh, uh, anyway, girl. But listen, this is how y'all follow her. You go on Instagram. <laughs> this is how y'all follow this her. This is how you do it. You go on Instagram. Her name is K-A-S-H-M-I-R-V-I-I-I. Okay? So she makes all this, like... Black Panther um, stuff. She has made Beachella merchandise. Uh, Issa has been wearing her shows on Insecure. She's been featured mm-hmm. in Essence, Ebony, Cosmo. A true definition of a black girl doing it. A black yeah. girl just really out here. And she just came designing. out with like plus size bathing suits. Really, really nice. Really, really nice. So, you guys, please check it out. And I hope we pronounce her name uh, the right way. But just all about, like, black empowerment and everything that she does. I love it. Her yep. social media is 100% on point. Yes, and she, like, paints um, stuff. True artist. Okay, so now it's tea time. All right. So, by now, you've probably seen Beyonce grace the cover of Vogue. Yeah. Just grace the cover of Vogue with the first um, African... American photographer. In 126 years. Shout out to Tyler um, Mitchell, uh, who was the photographer. But that's just outstanding to me. So apparently Anna Wintour approached him and Raul somebody. What's his name? Um, Raul Martinez. Raul Martinez and Anna um, Wintour approached him and was like, would you like to shoot, you know, Beyonce? You'd be the first. And Beyonce was okay with it. So it was a go. But, okay, Anna Wintour, why did it take 100 and something years? Like, is this what being white means? Just not noticing when no one in the room looks nothing like you? Yeah. What the fuck? I am out. I, I just wouldn't have never took a magnifying glass and wondered, is every photographer white or not black? How does that happen? Yeah. How like, does that happen? And I just refuse to believe that y'all couldn't find anybody because it's too many, too many, like, talented black photographers yeah. out here. So I'm just disgusted because what else are we supporting that has not allowed not one opportunity for black people I since even, the time they've been around? Yeah, because I didn't even think about it because, like, well, I'm not into fashion as much as I was when I was um, younger. But, like, that was just nothing that I thought about because, like, I thought it was a given that there was, you know, a black photographer, but I just maybe didn't know their name. But, like, the have it confirmed that there has been none is just very fucking wild. And it just goes to show you what the industry is like as a black person because, like, say you get a chance to be on these magazine covers and stuff. Imagine what the set looks like. Imagine how white the set must look like. Yeah. How the makeup artist might look. And it's just, like, another reminder that even when you make it, it's another level of whiteness that you have to yeah, suppress. Yeah, because like, there's still, like, um, records being broken, like the first black this and the To cover this. And the fact that Beyonce wild. was the first black woman to uh, headline Coachella, it's just it's truly outstanding. And it, it lets you know, like, all right, I may get away from these, just, you know, the white people that I work with, but it's just it's truly uncomfortable. And I feel weird sometimes for calling it out like all these white spaces but if you feel weird for me calling 
white spaces are as a white person, imagine how uncomfortable I feel as a black person yeah. being in these white spaces all the time exactly. and having to talk about it. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Because I was, my, um, being in art school was, my class was literally a representation of the film industry. I was like, in my um, storytelling class for film, I was the only um, black woman, and then I was the only uh, woman in general because the other two girls that were in there left, so I was the only black woman in there amongst all of these white men. Yeah, it's like, okay, let me try to find my voice somehow yeah. and not let it get um, stomped over by super ironic things. Like, yeah. oh, come on now. But uh, Beyonce, she shared a lot with us in this article. She talked a lot about, you know, just her freedom, her blackness, um, and just how she's grown in the industry, which is crazy because every time I think about, almost every time I think about Beyonce and her career, I think about a perfectly confident sound and grounded woman mm -hmm. so to hear her talk about how when she first had blue you know she still wasn't thinking about society mode to now she was just like fuck it i don't care what society thinks about my body that's just crazy to me because i always thought that beyonce is who i was modeling my inspiration from mm -hmm. when she was losing weight with blue yeah and now i actually feel the same way she does uh her weight loss philosophy, I identify with that too. Like, I'm just taking my time. I'm living my life just trying to be happy and not worry so much about yeah, my body. Yeah, because it's so, like, especially when you have, like, had a problem, like, your weight and stuff like that, it's so, like... It's, you can get obsessive with it, mm -hmm. and you and it's, like, a part of, like, who you are, and it's just, like, you just never feel like you can have a break from thinking about it. Yeah. And she shared that she was 218 pounds the day that she gave birth to Rumi and Sir. She said she was swollen with toxema, toxemia and had been on bed rest for over a month. And she said her health and the baby's health were in danger, so she had an emergency C-section. And the twins spent a lot of time in the NICU. She thanked Jay-Z for support. And she was just talking about how during that time she was in survival mode, but she actually get a chance to think, like, wow, my babies were in the NICU for weeks at a time. Yeah. She also shared that um, she thinks it's very important for men and women to see and appreciate the beauty in their natural bodies. This is why she stripped away her wig, her extensions, and used very little makeup for this shoot. Yeah, and, like, I was um, watching a video today on YouTube um, from a YouTuber who, she's, like, a smaller person, um, but she recently had a baby. And something happens to your, like, abs when you um, mm -hmm. have a baby. Like, it um, goes in, like, a, a bow-like kind of shape. Uh -huh. um, and that happens for a while. So, like, she was a thin person, but her stomach, like, you know, poked out. Yeah. And she was, like, very uncomfortable. And she... Um, Expressed that she had got liposuction. She didn't get a tummy tuck because when you get a tummy tuck, you like you should get a tummy tuck if you're you don't plan on having any more kids. Yeah. And she wants to have more kids, so she got a, um, she just and it it doesn't look crazy. It looks natural, but her saying that, I was just like, wow, like it's so much things your body go through when you're pregnant, and like people expect you to be like snap back, snatch this and third. They wait for it. They yeah, wait they wait for, for it. it. And that, that culture puts so much pressure on pregnant women. And like, I was watching a video and like, this woman who, me, like, being a thicker person, looking at her thinking, oh, she thin, even though, because, like, she just had, like, a little, like, belly, just, like, a stuck out, and she's, like, crying, like, talking about, like, her body and how she, like, felt uncomfortable and, like, saying all this stuff, and, like, you know, after having this baby and how she felt like she couldn't enjoy her body mm -hmm. because she just was getting comfortable and then she got pregnant, and I'm like, wow, it's just so much that people, and hearing Beyonce say that just was like, wow, that made me feel good, because yeah. so many people, because, like, people keep on saying, oh, Beyonce pregnant, 
pregnant. It's like she's just chilling. Exactly. And I'm like, what is wrong with y'all? First of all, if she's pregnant, guess what? A fucking baby is going to appear. You just have to be patient. Like, stop stop speculating that women are pregnant just because they are not thin. Yeah, because that's like, what happened to the, the girl the video I was watching today. She said she, like, took a screenshot of all the comments people was posting, and she put it in her video. And people were like, are you pregnant? Congratulations. And she just was like, just don't comment on women's bodies because you never know what people are going exactly. through. Same with Rihanna. Like, as soon as, oh, sis, hot and that baby. Now, the only time I did that was with Cardi B because she was clearly the fuck <laughs> And I find that insulting to just be like, nah. But somebody just being a little heavier than what you remember them being does not mean that you get to say, you know, they're pregnant. Um, so Beyonce said, to this day, my arms, shoulder, breasts, and thighs are full of I have a little mommy pouch, and I'm in no rush to get rid of it. I think it's real. Whenever I'm ready to get a six-pack, I will get into beast mode and work my ass off until I have it. But right now, my little fupa and I feel like we are meant to be. And she said something about, like, my husband and my kids like it. So, mm. Hello. That's all that matters. Like, snapback culture that, needs to just stop. Yeah. like, it's not even real. Because a lot of the bitches that y'all look up to and saying they snapback, they have got work done, but they just they not have, saying anything. They have gotten work done. But this is why, like, I find it so hard not to be resentful towards plastic surgery because of shit like this. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it was a time where women just had babies and got left alone. But nowadays, yeah. this, the way this facade that this surgery puts up, it just, mm-hmm. it bothers me. And I know that it does a lot of good for people. Mm-hmm. And I, I know the reconstructive surgery is totally different Mm -hmm. from just plain old cosmetic surgery but it gets to the point if I'm being completely honest where I really wish that people couldn't alter the way they look just because they feel a little bad like I wish we were all forced to just deal with the thing that makes us self-conscious but the reason why I believe this is because the thing that makes me self-conscious is my height and I can't change it so I'm like oh what did I learn to do I learned to make peace with it I wonder what would happen if you uh, learned to make peace with your saggy titties oh you probably would just deal with it right and just live your life because you're not starving you got a roof over your head you're not dying you're fine but like I said reconstructive surgery is totally different and I'm I'm not talking about trans women I'm not talking about women who've had breast cancer I'm not talking about people who have a cleft lip I'm not talking about things that you know are truly, truly necessary for someone to live a healthy life. I'm talking about people who just like, I don't want people who are talking. They said I was Cause, bad. Because like, the thing so is, because I, I used to be obsessed with plastic surgery when I was younger, because like, especially like in the 90s, early 2000s, because people was honest. Like people were like, yeah, I got this done or whatever like but that. But it's still I thought, like, why and is it I so thought casual? That, I thought why are we it talking was, about a nose job like it's a tea cookie? Yeah, I got one. But I thought it was like so cool that people were like just so open, like, you know what, I don't care, like whatever. Mm-hmm. But like when people start lying and, and doing, like, because... I'm still thinking in, like, the 90s, early 2000s way where, like, oh, everybody's being honest. But, like, when I look at people and they start, like, lying, like, yeah, I went to the gym and then I'm going to the gym and my body is not looking. You have no stretch marks. Yeah, because even at my thinnest, I'm never, ever going to be shaped like like a guitar, like, bitch. (laughs) Like, I'm never. And, like, I started feeling bad about that because I'm like, why don't I look like that? And it's like, because... They don't even look like that. Exactly. And this is why I'm like, you know what? Fuck all y'all. This is why I'm going to live on the farm once I have some kids away from this shit. And I hope I, I hope this podcast get just big enough where we can make some money and live in peace and go to cool things. But then nobody give a shit about my body. That's what I'm praying for. Cause yeah, I don't, same. I would, I would go in the beast mode and just tell everybody off. So... All right, um, Rihanna graced the cover of which Vogue's um, British Vogue. British Vogue, okay. Did you hear that some people were saying she culture, um, she was cultural, cultural appropriating the eyebrows? That shit, they was bored. 
first of all, do you not know who Josephine Baker is and just every woman in the 50s, One, 40s and 50s? Two, do you not know that there's Latinas that are black, Afro-Latinas? Oh, right, because y'all ignore them. Also, but that's another conversation. Three, people with who do meth have those eyebrows <laughs> every single day. Exactly. So people were saying that Rihanna appropriated Latina culture, or was it Chula culture? Is that what they said? Chola. Chola? Mm-hmm. Chola. Chola culture because she had these super pencil thin um, eyebrows, but like if you look in history, that was considered attractive earlier, earlier. Yeah, like earlier. I, when I not soon as I take saw that from them, soon as I uh, saw that, I thought Josephine Baker because that's what yeah, she looked like. Exactly. I just I thought like classic. They was bored. Up. We're bored. not gonna we're not gonna acknowledge that. But Rihanna did have some boy advice um, for us. She says, I get a lot of boy advice questions. I think a lot of people meet people, and then they're dating the idea of what the person could become, and that person never shows up, and then they're mad and they're disappointed. A person can always get better. They can always get worse, but you've got to be fine with what you met them as. (laughs) She also said... (laughs) All right? That was a word. She also said, I'm very picky about my friends. I don't like to open myself up to everyone. So when I find people who are great and loyal, we don't want to get um, let go of that. And that's the truth because Sis has had the same friends minus Katy Perry since she walked into the game. But I like what she said about falling in love with somebody as who they are because I struggle with this. Like when I'm I'm talking to you, I don't give a fuck about who you are. I kind of care about who you can be because I'm not even myself. I'm worried about who I'm about to be. So, you know, I fall in love with the idea of somebody being a dreamer. But like she said, people can get better and people can get worse. So sometimes it's not even worth it to do that. But one thing I do believe in is not falling in love with potential. Yeah, we too no. old for that. Yeah, definitely not. That's we dead. are too old for that. That's so. definitely dead. Great advice from Rihanna. She always gives great boy advice. Always. So, Kid Fury. Okay. If you guys don't know Kid Fury by now, what the fuck are you doing? We literally mention the read <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Kid Fury and Crystal are just, like, such a huge inspiration in my life. And Kid Fury, even before the podcast, just mm-hmm. listening to him on YouTube, he's always been somebody that I thought was super, super hilarious. And he's so transparent about, you know, his mental health and just his life and just being black and dropping out of college because it just wasn't right for him and still being probably one of the best spoken pers- people most well-spoken people I've ever listened to. Well, good news with him. He's teaming up with Lena Waithe uh, and HBO to launch a comedy about a 20-something sarcastic gay black man navigating adulthood and responsibility in New York City, which sounds like his life. Yeah. (laughs) He's 30-something now, Mm -hmm. but, you know, black don't crack. But... (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be working. Um, I don't know if he's going to be starring in this show. I sure hope he does. I really do. There's nothing. I, I'm going to support it regardless. But I'm just so happy. And it gives, like, it gives us, like, some faith that, oh, shit, like, this, you know, podcasting. Yeah, because sometimes, because I went to school for screenwriting, and, like, I ultimately, I do want to do that, even though I'm doing, like, so many things. And, like, I think... I did think in my mind that some way the podcast can lead me to that, but this definitely confirmed it mm-hmm. for me. That yeah. I'm like, oh, this definitely, like, 
I'm taking, this is like, maybe this is the path that I can go in. Because, like, you know, everything is not, like, up, up, up. Everything is just, like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, a straight line. It's, like, so I feel like I'm taking, like, one of the right pathways to yes. do this. Um, actually, I just read here that Kid Fury um, will, be, will serve as a writer and co-executive producer on the series. So, again, I do not think he's going to be acting. Yes, and if y'all need any other writers, like, yes. holla at Trigger. Please. Does he need, like... A assistant or a friend or a therapist because I would I would love to just does he need somebody to just bring him water <laughs> on the set I'll do it fuck I will do it as long as you pay my ass I will do anything for you right almost anything oh also Beyonce kind of talk, touched on this in her Vogue issue she was saying how social media kind of makes everything democratic I agree with that to an extent but I think Kid Fury and Crystal People like them who kind of started just from nothing and built their online presence is a great example of how if you got it, the, the Internet can serve as a great opportunity to launch you off. Mm-hmm. But also, there's an oversaturation of everyone trying to do the same thing. So yes. you have to fight through all that other noise. Yes. To let and I feel real like time. I am fucking fighting. Yes. And I feel like had we started our <laughs> podcast uh, now, it'd be 30 times harder. I think that... If maybe now is still okay, but by next year it's going to be a total and complete oversaturation of podcasts. Yeah, so I can't tell you how many people started them. Yeah, since you know around since or around the same time as we did. Yeah, and it's like no shade because people they smart they see the opportunity in it, but when everybody start going after the same thing, it's like uh, okay. Yeah, it's like YouTube. It's so hard to start a YouTube channel these days. It really is because um, I feel like that's the. I just, I mean, I would like to do YouTube's content, like, partnership with this content, but yeah. um, I don't know. It's really hard, because I also want to do a YouTube channel, but I just, I'm, I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really scared that to shit it. tough. Yes. Okay, so J-Lo has been announced as a recipient of the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard, Vanguard, Vanguard Award at the 2018 Video Music Awards. And I'm a little pissed about that. Not because I don't think J-Lo deserves a Vanguard Award. I Not for no videos. What the fuck? Yeah. No, she don't deserve it. Yeah, because, like, what, what did she video that she make that was iconic? No, my, my mom was like, Jenny from the block. I'm Honestly, like, that's the most iconic video I've seen. And it's not made. even that iconic. No, it's just, like, I remember it. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, what's the song with her and um Hello Cool J? Ain't nothing to say to me to make me change my mind. I gotta let you go now. You uh, know that song? Yeah. All my pride. Yeah, but Hello Cool J. Yeah. All I said. Then why would you let me sing all that song? I said the song with Hello Cool J, and then you start singing it. <laughs> that's, that's not the name of the song. Hello Cool J. You just I said with Hello Cool J. You didn't say yeah. <laughs> you just making eye contact at me while I was singing, and you said all I no, because you started at a part where I was like, if you would have said, "Oh my pride is on Ohio," wow. First of all, I just felt like you were looking at me in a way where I'm like, "Am I singing a race? Is that J Lo?" Because at first I didn't recognize. Because I was that's not the pay- bridge. I was not paying attention. All I was paying attention was like, "Who's your like, pride is what you have, baby girl? I'm what you have." Which is what kind of shit is that to say to somebody? Pride is what you have, baby girl. I'm what you have. <laughs> that's dumb. That's shit. like saying you ain't shit. Like flush yourself worth down the toilet because I'm your nigga. Like that's all. 
All I know is I wanted that new lipstick J Lo had. I wanted so that bad. outfit, that pink outfit. Yeah, I still want that. But yeah, like he was that video. And shit when she dropped the key at his door. <laughs> but again, not icon. That's literally every t- early two thousands video except with Snow. Yeah, fucking Missy Elliott had a fucking trash bag on. She spit in somebody's mouth. Like, she has so many iconic videos. She turned into Holly, Be- Holly Berry and then back into herself in one video. Yeah. She did videos in schools. She did videos and in fucking dancing. cornfields. She's done video. Come like It's just making me mad. And it's like, you know what? Y'all, this is why we need our own things. Because every exactly single like, time. Y'all play fucking Missy Elliott and Dust in and general. We, and we put it out there. It's People have, like, big Viacom, they think it's wrong to listen to social media sometimes. Sometimes social media is right, and this time social media was right. Was right. Yeah. Missy Elliott should have got that award five years Cause ago. Because it's fucking in the name of Michael Jackson. Missy Elliott should have got that award five years ago. I'm going to go ahead. It should Missy Elliott and then Lady Gaga. Yeah. Because who the fuck else have banging videos now? I mean, Rihanna has got some really good videos. She has got good videos. Beyonce but she don't make videos with stuff that I want her to, a la Breaking Dishes. That's true. But that's one song. Yeah. Another song. Did she make a video to Cold Case Love? Uh, no. no. That also kind of pisses me off. Because Cold Case um, Love, I always picture her on top of a roof for like a trench coat. <laughs> and then you blowing. And she'd be like breaking it down. That, oh, yeah. I but want yeah, that so bad. Um, yeah, what the fuck? Lots of people could have won the video. Van- I feel like Sierra could have won the video Vanguard Awards. I would not Vanguard have been Awards over Jennifer Lopez at this point. What I really fucking do. video get right? Like a boy is actually better than all that shit. It really is. It's really it's just pissing me off. Like why did she win? Allegedly, they asked J Lo who they think should have go to a J Lo. <laughs> Missy Elliott. <laughs> And here's Allegedly, my, I gotta check that. Here's but. my thing with J Lo. It's like I like J Lo, but people are constantly trying to put her on a level where I'm like, mm, nah, it's nah, only because she likes skin. The only level, the only time that she like, I was like, wig is when she plays Selena and, and enough. I like J Lo yes. as an actress. I yeah, I like J Lo. Period. I live for her on the red carpet. I love that she's just you know a proud Puerto Rican woman out here can dance her ass off, looks good, lives her life, and mind her business. J Lo don't. She's not messy at all. Yeah. But they're always trying to pin her against a true legend when she's just the bare minimal of everything she does, okay? Yes, she she's is. beautiful, and yes, she can dance her ass off, but, but what, what, what role has you... she played besides Selena, besides Selena, where no one else could have done it? Jessica Alba could easily play everything that she's played, and that's not no no shade. It's just she's not outstanding yeah. in that way. Like Anne Hathaway, you can't take shit from her because you be like, no, bitch, you are fucking Mia, Princess of Genovia. That's who you are. <laughs> but you can't like I, I just I don't know. And then like her vocals, I'm like, whoever wrote that song, you can switch and put Sierra or Shanti or any other mediocre vocalist she in, not sang in her. place. Pitbull, I'll sing her. Yes, he surely do. But, um, yeah, it's just like I hate that people are constantly putting J-Lo in, in these positions where we have to point out where she falls short. Because I do love J-Lo, but I'm like... Yeah, I'm like, y'all making Missy, me drag her. Yeah, but Missy Elliott deserved that. And I'm just tired of the no respect. It's like, did you guys not remember, like, last year or two years ago, Missy had bitches dancing on exercise balls. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like, she hasn't She really, like, she made music videos just, like, so interesting. Like, I remember, like, I used to get so excited when the Lose Control video, like, came on. 
Oh my God, when that shit come on at the gym, it be smoke coming off the treadmill because I be going in, okay? But yeah, I, I like that just made me not want to watch the awards even more because like nowadays I just want to watch awards shows period because they are it's for the kids I feel like it is for the it's and not for talent it's not for talent because kids for the, it's for the internet not just it's for the and I not to sound like a fucking baby boomer but like <laughs> talent is just not is it's not about talent anymore nope and it's just I know for a fact that I'm not being that. Oh, back in my day. Back in my day, award shows were better. You're not going to sit up they there and tell so, me. The last banging award show was when fucking Lady Gaga did paparazzi and she was bleeding and hanging in the ceiling. That after that, award shows. Oh, and when Beyonce did. Um, on top? No, when she did Lemonade. Like, um, remember? At, uh, yeah, you know she, what? I watched that part, but that's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't think that. Her performance equaled a fantastic I feel like, overall. I feel like um, award shows died when fucking Miley Cyrus and uh, Robin Thicke did that thing. That was yeah. The, the, that was the night where the bad juju just. I'm gonna go ahead and say my last favorite good award show was either a when Kanye told Taylor Swift to sit down or. When Will and Jada hosted the BET Awards, I think that was the last time I watched a show from beginning to end and maybe caught the reruns the next day. Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was really outstanding. Yeah, it's just garbage. It's not about it's not about talent anymore. It's about who could be the fucking goofiest goober there is. Exactly. That's what they should fucking give awards to, <laughs> fucking goofy goober award. Can't be mad at that. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so lebron james is out here doing good things in cleveland he's he fucking sh- unreal lebron james is this i don't participate in that lebron james plus michael jordan stuff because i'm like come on two really talented people but lebron but james is better because he actually loves niggers he's actually <laughs> does something for the community okay michael this, jordan hates niggers lebron james versus michael jack oh michael jackson <laughs> Wow, I'm really racist. LeBron James versus Michael Jordan <laughs> argument is squashed after this, okay? It's, because it, Michael Jordan has not said one damn thing about these black boys killing each other uh, over these sneakers. However, he did release a statement about LeBron opening up his new school, the I Promise School. Okay. And he said, I think it's great what LeBron is doing for his community, which I thought was weird. Why not say our community? He said what he's doing for because his community. Because he's not a nigger. <laughs> yeah, he done married him a white woman and he he just, he, after Space Jam, he really did leave Earth. <laughs> That's wild to me. He is not He's not on man. this planet. But anyway, back to LeBron James. He opened up the I Promise School, or the LeBron James Foundation, along with the taxpayers. White people were not going to let us forget that that taxes, their tax, our taxes went into that. Y'all fucking they love taxes. They love fucking love taxes. Everybody got to fucking pay them, bitch. They like, well, it wasn't just the LeBron Foundation. We're paying for it, too. I'm like, oh, shit, you got to pay for education. Great. So what? You okay. don't say nothing when you fucking pay for schools that they be shooting up, but that's another fucking story. It's like, you know what? You're going to either be paying for, you know, for them to be in jail or you're going to be paying for them to be in school. Personally, I'd rather pay to keep, to keep the people educated out here. Yeah. So, and um, with this I Promise School, the, um, the school is for at-risk students, and it opened last week. It will provide students with free uniforms, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks, free transportation within two miles, free bicycles and helmets, and access to a food pantry 
for their family, okay? This sounds great on paper. I'm be honest with you. I don't want to be a negative Nelly, but this gives me flashbacks of when oh, our yeah. high school was open, okay? True. They said, we're going to get some at-risk students. We're not going to you know, make them test to get in here. We're going to do a simple lottery pick. We're going to have 75% of them from West Philly, 25% citywide. We're going to open this up and bring people in. And that's what happened. They put everybody in, people who had really good histories, people who had really great grades, but majority of people who had no discipline. And what Mm -hmm. did they do? They tried to give us a weird curriculum. And you can take the kid out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the kid. And it was a lot of problems, and a lot of people were not learning in this new weird way. So I just pray that that's that this fluff doesn't roll over the way it did for us because yeah. a lot of people could have probably made out better if they just went to a neighborhood more structured school. Mm-hmm. At risk kids still need structure. Yeah, and I think I think that's also why I'm so hung up on structure too cuz I miss so much like from high school. Yeah. Um but I think um, it might be different because the for our school, the um, the gimmick was we got laptops. Everything was going to be on laptops. It was technology-based. We're not going to call our students students. We're going to call them learners. We're not going to yeah. call our teachers teachers. We're going to call them educators. We're going to have them build their own this and that. And I think they, that's what fucked us. They missed a lot of core things. And I just pray that, you know, our school was a study of how not to do it mm-hmm. and that these teachers are well-paid and they understand who they're working with, do not put a bunch of at-risk teacher um, students in class with uh, sugarfoot teachers, you know, yeah. teachers who are afraid of black kids. Or teachers that's going to be like, oh, that's just how they are. Like, mm-hmm. not trying to, like, you know, discipline. Truly rehabilitate mm-hmm. them and set them up for the right world and uh, for the world. And I just thank God for my teachers, Miss Lee, Miss Neil, if you're listening, like all them people who just kept it real with us. I was like, sit your ass down. Yeah. I don't care if they say you're a learner. You're my student. <laughs> yeah, Stop yeah. playing with me. Like, just I hope that God is some, like, teachers like that that'll pull these kids up for their college because people are waiting to mock LeBron James for this. They yep. really are. Including our president, who was trying to talk some shit about it. It's like, will you sit your red ass down? Ain't nobody oh, my you. gosh. Ooh, I cannot say what I want to say on the mic, but whew, I just wish it was back in the day when... <laughs> and that's all Wait, I'm going to say. You know what they used to do back in the day. To white presidents. Yeah, but that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Yeah, let's keep it there, because I'm not trying to get her... <laughs> I already feel like the FBI is listening to everything anyway. And and they are. <laughs> And, and they you can take whatever, whatever, what I said, you can take it how you want. But you know what they used to do. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Breakups and break-ins. Um, Skepta is having a baby, and that's so rude. Uh, that was, sorry. That is um, ignorant. Um, whew. You know what? This is why I just wow. hate celebrities, because all um, they want to do is hurt me. Wow. It's been a rough just summer because that was Michael, a hard pill to swallow. Okay, so Michael B. Jordan first, you know, just blatantly saying that he likes all women, not just black women, which is racist. And then <laughs> now we got Skepta out here just nothing, populating. Who is the baby mother Skepta? Who? Who is it? Yeah, because you know I was on Naomi Campbell page. I. Let's see. Mm, okay. Mm. Is she older? Yeah, but I'm like, did they get a surrogate? Were they ever even together? Were they ever? I just want to grip think they the, were. I don't think they was together either. I just think they, they was. They did a photo I shoot. think they just wanted to get us horny. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know I hate that word. I know. 
excuse my language. God. Okay, I think, yeah, I do think that you're right, though. They were just like, you want to see a, some a sexy, ch- some chocolatey, <laughs> yeah. long, lean limbs tangled and it together. it worked. They were right. They were they right. Were they were hot as fuck. And I always think it's funny that Naomi Campbell released that without permission. Was it like a GQ cover? I think so. Yeah. Well, they was on a she cover. She do what she wants. I cannot wait so. till I get to that point where I can just do whatever the fuck I want. I'm halfway there, and it's like <laughs> I have no, my broke ass have no reason to be so just like oh well. I'd be like that at work sometimes. I'm like, I don't know shit about what I'm doing. Let me just chill. But um, yeah. So I thought Skeptic Naomi Campbell, like, okay, like may, that's the only person I'd have been okay with. Yeah. And let, let me find who who is it? Like I'm so sure. I'm about to fucking fly to London. And then I was like watching him on like his live. He was giving some motivational speech, but <laughs> I felt so crazy because as he was talking, like, you know, you got to go after your drains and this that, and the other. I'm writing him like, who the fuck is this baby? I'm like, let me delete this shit. Cause I feel crazy right now. <laughs> Imagine just waking up, your glasses sitting on the tip of your nose. <laughs> and you, I'm like, why am I so mad no. of fact? You don't owe me shit. Because the thing is, I'm glad you watched it. Because I started watching it for like one minute, and I didn't hear him address the baby. And I stopped watching. I was like, he playing. No, I'm like, he was really trying to talk about something serious. And I'm like, But that's not what we here for. You can't is. post that. You, okay, I know that's like, you know, people that's like, well, I wouldn't consider... Again, I, I wouldn't really consider Skepta a celebrity because he, because he talented. Because he cool. Yeah, because he cool. He said that too. He said, I mean, I'm in the industry, but I'm not really in the industry because, like, yeah, he he's not for consumption. He gonna do what he want to do despite what's popular. Exactly. So and that's so why I know, know he don't owe us anything, but he owe us something. You know. I think if you that fine, you should just at least address it. Just like, yeah. come on, like, like let us have some closure so we can. I need move closure because I'm really, I'm just gonna be thinking about this. I think if you are eight and above and you. Dark skin, you should really just do a like press release style. He should because it's so many. You know how like athletes be doing. <laughs> I, that's how I picture it. It's, I'll be the journalist in the front. I'm like, did you nut in someone? <laughs> it's so many of us that's just hurt. Yeah, and when you hurt people like that, you have a responsibility to clean it up. That should be hurt a man. My fucking feelings. I'm so pr- now I'm fucking pressed because I think that my rapper crush is gonna get somebody pregnant, and I just like meet you darker. Like, please just don't. I'm gonna tell you one thing. He will. I'm sorry. Iman, 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 Iman. All these niggas. I'm in shambles, I'm in shambles, I'm in shambles. All these niggas do is have sex unprotected and then complain about their baby mom. That's all they do. The best of the best, the worst of the worst. But he always be like, I'm not the father. That's like his tagline. I'm not the Until father. he is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> oh, my gosh, please. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm getting on a mega bus to New York. <laughs> Coming to Flatbush. <laughs> oh shit! Amber Rose is uh, dating somebody, but I forgot to get his name. He a basketball player. All right, let me look this up. Like twenty three. Let you old. If I have a son, and he attracted, I don't care who he attracted to. I don't care who my son is attracted to. Old bitches, old niggas, don't fucking come near my kid <laughs> unless you want to get fucking Molly Wop. Yeah, she has a new boot. What the fuck? I forgot to get his name. He a basketball player. Yeah, he's a basketball player, and she is so damn Joe. She was like, hey, boo, hey, babe. And I'm like, you and she's like, I'm shit. at Iowa State. I'm like, yo, she too fucking bad to be that fucking Joe. Even my fucking 
five looking ass <laughs> would never be that fucking job. I know my mediocre ass, but I don't know. Maybe I like him. Yeah, bitch, you better take. Okay, his name is Monte Morris. He's in the NBA. I don't know which one of these teams he played for us. So, <laughs> but they responded, hold their hands, and she's just being excited and Joe. And I'm like, listen, it ain't nothing. It's a fair amount of time to move on from 21 Savage. But haven't you learned? It's like constantly you get in these relationships and you got a new boo and a new bae. And, and then he ain't really want to be on camera like that. She's like, he's so shy. I'm like, you Joe is shit. Or just keep, you are too old for your relationship not to be between you. And then if it's not enough for you to be exploiting your relationship, Winnie and Wiz Khalifa out here, you know, friending, and she trying to insert herself in that too. I'm like, you know what? This bitch do shit for attention. <laughs> Awesome mother. Great, fantastic mom. I say I'm going to never take that from her. She got that mommy shit on lock. But Mm. this common sense shit, no. And it's like I really be wanting to like Amber Rose, but I just hate the dizzy shit she do for such a bad bitch. I wish I was that bad. I wish that, oh, oh, if I was that bad, (laughs) I swear to God, you niggas would hate me. Yes. Because, matter of fact, I wouldn't even talk. Exactly. If I was that bad, I would just whisper to people and then have some, <laughs> I would hire people to talk for me. I'm like, no, because that's bad. That's beautiful as shit to just be I'm fine mysterious. and not talk. Exactly. Yeah, and have sunglasses on and a bald ass head. Like, are you human? I can't confirm. Exactly. I can't confirm that. You wouldn't know a fucking damn thing. Mm-hmm. But no, me, I got to explain everything because <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm just cute. Sometimes I'm bad with the right angle, makeup, light, filter. But she's somebody who don't have to do with it. It's like you weren't blessed with brains, but you were blessed with beauty. So rock that, own that, and be less excited. Now, that's the thing. She don't have brains, so she don't know That's how true. To... That's true. But even like Black China, even though she on some dumb shit, she being quiet right now. Yeah, Actually, no, she not because no. how the fuck is these pictures getting leaked out? <laughs> I'm willing to bet it's her sneaky looking ass. Is it you who said she looked like a sneaky cat? I don't know. Might have. I don't know. Maybe it was me. <laughs> Maybe it was you. Because I feel like she looks like a sneaky she cat. She does look like a sneaky cat. That you be like, what do you do when I'm at work? <laughs> a cat where you definitely feel like. And you like, try to like look around the house to see if something moved out of place, but it's not. You like, I know you fucking touched it. It's like, I don't feel like it's healthy to have this much like. Just like distrust towards the animal, but you do something when I'm going. I feel like you selling my shit. But the thing is, it's nothing missing. That's the thing that fucks you because up. Because they sell shit that you know that you could be like, oh, maybe I lost that DVD, but they sold it. I can't sell it a DVD. <laughs> They're like, maybe I lost my Matilda DVD. You like, I swear I had Shrek too. You, like, you better be lucky it's on Netflix. You be like, no shit, I had. Get out on Blu-ray, but I've been watching it on demand so much. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe looking like mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, she looked like a sneaky, sneaky ass cat named Sissy. We moving on into the second place. Right now we got uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Shocking. Kim, Kimberly. Kim K. Uh, so yeah, Kim Kardashian. She's in the sunken place for two reasons. Okay, first she got into a little beef with Tyson Beckford, which is like you should know Tyson Beckford right by now. Um, I- iconic. I'm about to say. I feel like he again. He's for the blacks. I'm about to say <laughs> if, if you black and you don't know him, you should be ashamed. But your mother knows him, yeah. and she probably was like, oh, more. Except for if she's my mom. Who hates stuff like that? <laughs> Muscular, thinks Shamar more, just chocolate, blazing. He been fine. I just was never. He looked like me. 
<laughs> I, I was never into Tyson. Bedford, I never was into him. But I could respect the fact that he's a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think the Shade Room posted a photo of Kim Kardashian walking and her hip was lopsided. <laughs> so, so he said, sorry, I don't care for it personally. She is not real. Doctor fucked up on her right hip. So that was mean. If that was because it was no reason. It Why did you have for? to? Or just that's something when you in the industry, that's something you say to your friends. Like even though I'm not a fan of Kim Kardashian, if you a celebrity says something about another celebrity, of course they're gonna hone in on you versus just a regular ass nigga. So Kim Kardashian said, "Sis, we all know why you don't care for it." With the frog and nails kind of trying to insinuate that maybe he doesn't like women and you know what this is my problem with people you can insult people like you can defend yourself without bringing another community into it because like what's so wrong with being gay like one two just because somebody not attracted to your lopsided ass hips diaper looking ass does not mean that they not attracted to women maybe they not into the women that look like they wearing the pins yeah they not into women who look like fucking banjo cases like not what they interested in that's fair you look like a fucking lava lamp out here <laughs> and you getting mad because uh he's not interested and i just hate that like even amber rose did that with kanye west and she was like oh, yeah. don't you like a finger up your butt or some dumb shit like that and yeah, i'm like a lot of us do yeah it's actually been proven to be pretty pleasurable for oh, men yeah. but said, finger up the booty ass bitch yeah and it was funny don't get it me was, wrong but it was but your it, finger in his booty and you're exactly. a woman. Don't talk about somebody for like getting a finger up their butt when it was just stinking ass finger that was there. So like I would kept that to myself. Yeah, so but you dragged yourself. You dragged both of y'all as a unit. Again, she's a dickhead. Back to Kim. I just so that was strike one for me. Like stop. And, and then she's supposed to. This is why you shouldn't trust her. She's supposed to be with the gays and stuff like that. And she say some shit like this. Like she's not for the community. She's not. For the community. She's not for any community but She's herself. Not for any community. For her husband. And yeah, because it's damn sure not even her family, because that's what we go into next. A clip got leaked. Lord knows we don't watch this show. A clip got, got leaked where she was arguing. Leaked. With, yeah, Chris. Yeah, Chris Jenner leaked um, to the shade room. We got it. But uh, Courtney and her were having a disagreement because Courtney was saying something like, I don't want to do this photo shoot with the kids for a Christmas card on this day because just because that day works for you doesn't mean it works for me. And, you know, obviously the whole clip isn't out, but Kim gets, like, viciously mad at her. And it all turns into a bigger issue, which is that Kim feels that Courtney is not working hard enough on the brand and that she is the least... She said that she was the least interesting to look at and that made Courtney cry. Now, I'm not with all the um, Kardashian stuff, but the one that I do like is Courtney. I used to really like Kendall, but now... Ever since she put Tupac and Biggie face on them shirts <laughs> and that Pepsi shit, I'm like, you know what, sis? Take your dumb ass with the rest of them. <laughs> Courtney has been the remaining one where I'm just like, yeah, I really like living her life, minding her business, and she's always been the one I identify with the most. Yeah. So, you know, she was really upset about that because they said she was the least interesting to look at. I'm like, see, not everybody want to be interesting to look at. That's what you... Yeah, everybody don't want... And that was like... Like, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, so you're doing this for everybody else? Like, you are for everybody's consumption? Like, you want to tell... tell, Tailor the way you look so you can be interesting looking? Like, 
it's just very like and I feel like that's like Kanye getting into her head yeah. too because he is obsessed with women being muses aesthetics but he's obsessed with time. aesthetics that's 24/7. why that's why he was obsessed with Amber Rose like he's obsessed with like the look of something and I yeah. feel like he like even the way Kim she likes dresses she likes being a canvas yeah she, she likes that, being a canvas so know? that's that's why they work um, because he loves staring and she loves being like a she's a yeah like an exhibitionist so it's like I when she said that that was very like I that I felt like that's something like Kanye would say. Yeah, and to say that to your sister like um a lot of people are like that's how siblings argue. No, it's not how siblings argue at all. Like that's not how I argue with my friends. I would never come at the way you look ever in my fucking life because yeah. in my heart I don't have anything about the way you look that I have negative to say. Yeah. None of my friends. I would never be like and that's why you're no like I don't look at my friends and see anything wrong for me to hurl that at them. And I think that that says a lot about what she was saying on the inside anyway. Mm -hmm. And... Yeah, like she said, her, my values are different. Yeah, and that's what Courtney was saying. Her values are different, that she just wants to be a mother. She don't want to do this. And I think that that speaks to me right now because sometimes people don't understand that we all have different limits mm -hmm. we or we all have different maximums rather mm -hmm. sometimes I may reach my maximum of just like I can't do this anymore and it might be different as yours like we could both be mothers but my focus can't be spread to being a mother and working and this and the other and if you have the means to afford to just focus on being a mother and mm -hmm. that's the only thing that makes you happy and if you want a brand at the very limited amount why not? Yeah. Why not say I'm fucking like checked out mentally. I'm a human being. I don't want to brand. I don't want my life to be a brand right now. I just want to focus on my that's kids so because I'm missing this moment. And Kim's thing is, well, I'm a kid. I'm a mom too. But the way you mother might be different from the way she mothers yeah. because what might make sense to her is every morning being able to make pancakes shaped like fucking ladybugs or whatever, <laughs> wherever else. And being a mother for you might just be like, we're together. That's yeah. all that matters. Yeah. Same thing with Beyonce. She, like, works with her kids. It's nothing wrong with that, but you need to respect when somebody else is saying, I can't do that. Yeah, because, like, for me, personally, obviously I'm not a mom, but when I become a mom, I want to be around my kids all the time. I don't yeah. want anybody else raising my kids. That's a like, big thing I for don't, me. Maybe, um... If, my mom. Like, yeah, that's what I say. She ain't going to do that shit. My, my, my mom. Or if I have, like, like I know some people have nannies that, like, come on trips with them. Like, the mom is with them, mm -hmm. but the nanny is there just for support. extra hand. So I could do that. I don't like, even support. like, I don't like new people. That's yeah. the thing. So I'm like, how would I even go about betting for a nanny when I hate new people? Yeah. I don't trust people. I do not. Like, if it was, like, for instance, like, if I had, like, because I probably, the way out of the rate I'm going, when I had kids, Noel probably be, like, 15 so yeah. like I would like take like you know well like yeah. um to like be extra hands with like the kids or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. So it's like I yeah it would definitely be like family doing like, it as extra hands or or, like or friends. So I don't yeah that really freaks me out like having somebody else like seeing those moments like with my kids and like I just know how I am with like family and how protective I am. So I just wouldn't want that like I just yeah. and like I always say this how my mom did not work when um she didn't work until I started kindergarten right so and, and my mom would stay at home too after I was 10 
Mm-hmm. So that, it matters. It makes it a does because I'm very close to my mom. Same, um, and I just expect certain things like, yeah. like okay, my mom was responsible for washing my clothes and making up my bed, and before she was at work, she didn't have time to do that shit for us. We had to do it ourselves, yeah. and when she was home, it was like everything was just like perfect. She was always there when I needed her if I got sick at school and I want to be that person and I don't want to feel like a trash ass woman because I chose to be a bomb ass mom. And I don't want to feel mm-hmm. like a trash ass uh, mom if I choose to be a bomb ass worker and I just don't like that because from woman to woman you should understand when somebody was saying I just want to raise my kids. Yeah and some people That's it all just, I want to do. It gets overwhelming. Like you she, can afford it. You can afford for your It's not like if she stopped branded then your Kardashian dynasty fucking crumbles. That's not what's gonna happen. Like y'all had like all she nobody is looking for Courtney to shut shit down anyway. We're just looking for Courtney to give us dry ass remarks <laughs> and show pictures of her fine ass man. And That's she probably what. was having a moment where she just like I don't want to do this. Like looking like deep within and yeah. was like I don't want to do this because like I feel like that sometimes too. Like. For instance, like, you know, with, like, Black Girl Brunch and then me doing music and stuff like that, I have to post my face all the time or be, like, present. Mm-hmm. Like, people want to see me, me, me. And it's just, like, sometimes I be wanting to be on some Sia shit where, like, you don't really see my face. Yeah. I just want to release what I want to release. and like Without it being about the way I look. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, like, that has sent me, like, recently into, like, little bits of, like, mentally just, like, breaking down because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's, like, out of body because I feel like I have to, like, give off pieces of myself for people to... Um, Appreciate yeah, what you're saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I have to, like, set up, you know, do this. And, like, it's not fun It's exhausting. Yeah. It is 100% exhausting. I feel the same way with social media. Like, oh, your social media has to match. And it has to horizontally spell out slut in order for you to be popping on the Internet. And I'm like, yo, I use social media for fun. It's not for work for me. I tried the aesthetic yeah. thing. And it's not for me because I'm just, like, inconsistent. And I'm just all about fun and being a goofball. And it's just not fun anymore. And... There are times where, like, I say things on the podcast where I'm like, fuck, once I said that, it's kind of out there. Like, I can't take it back. I contradict myself two years later. Like, it'll be weird. But I'm like, okay, I just have to make peace with the fact that, you know, I'm human. I will always be changing. And if something Mm -hmm. I said was problematic a year ago, I will correct it. Yeah. Like, so I, I just... I just really relate to somebody saying, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, and her saying values are different. Because, yeah, like you said, everybody has their own breaking point. Because, like, me, like, right, because I'm used to, like, working, like, a lot of hours and stuff. And I haven't um, been working like that. But I still feel like I'm doing what you call it, uh, mental gymnastics. So I've been doing a lot of mental gymnastics, and it's been wearing me out physically and making me sick. Mm -hmm. And, like, even though I feel like I'm not physically doing a lot or like working like you know 40 hours a week or stuff like that I've still been wearing myself out with mm-hmm. mental gymnastics and making myself thin. yeah and people don't think about stuff like that you they want you listen. yeah like if you're not in a meeting for 10 hours and you're not going here and doing this and this and right. the third for 50 hours and stuff they don't consider that like you know work and what if you are physically doing all that stuff but mentally you are at peace because your bills are paid because you're doing something yeah. you love because everything's secure you in love then the mental your mind's state is a little bit clear and you get to focus on things right now I can't focus on any I gotta push myself physically past the boundaries and mentally and I just really identified 
Courtney. Now, this could all be something, a master plan set up by Chris Jenner, sure. But I really it was, just... It brought a very real discussion. Discussion out, which is that sometimes you just get tired. If you just want to focus on your fucking family, your cat, so what? Like, you don't have to... It'll wait. I'm at a point in my life where I swear to God... All these people that um, I went to college with, we were all like the superstars senior year, all interning at these bomb-ass places. All of them are like working with major organizations, major major entertainment organizations, and I'm so proud of them. And I had to take a mental break to be like, well, wow, I'm the only one still just, you know, trying to work my way up, but I have so much faith in what I want to do. And I have to be like, you know what, I'm taking my time because mm-hmm. mentally that's this is all I can do. <laughs> Honestly, this is all I can do. And I want it to be quality. I want it to be mine. And I'm going to be unhappy if I do it any other way. So I might as well just take my time here. Yeah. And when when she, that really stuck out to me. Like, when she said, I just have different values from you. Because that's how I feel about, like, you know, being an up-and-coming female rapper. And, like, just, like, in an entertainment. Because I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but I always say this to you. Like, I feel like to be in an entertainment issue, the entertainment industry now, there's, you have to be loud. And you have to make a spectacle of yourself. And you have to be like, attention! Like, you have to be like that. And, like, I'm, like, I am a loud person, but, like, I have moments where I can be, like, very lax because I really love, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't like to be, like, like forced. Like, like I make fun of that kind of stuff. Exactly. So it's, like, I feel like, where do I fit in? Like, you know, because my values are different from, like, all these other people. And I've been out there so far. But you know what? That yeah. might be why you are needed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's time to move on into common senses. Uh, this week, we're talking about a conversation that has took over black Twitter, all right? It's the $20 conversation. A lot of y'all may have seen this. Some of y'all may not have, you know, even known what, we're, what I'm talking about at all. So there was this text chain. It could be hype. I think it was real, right, Sabria? I think it might have been real. So it was a a, hype, a, a text chain, either hypothetical or real, going back and forth between a girl and a guy. And the girl asked the guy for $20, and he asked for what? And she says, um, because my kid has a field trip. Kids. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, my kids have a field trip tomorrow. They didn't tell me, so I need it. He said, oh, damn, well, they just going to have to not go because... Um, they told you too late. So the girl's like, wow, so I can't have 20 bucks? And the guy was like, no, you need to ask the kid's, the kid's father for it. And so the girl, like, she just says she doesn't want to talk to him anymore after that. Afterwards, the guy goes, you know, you have three kids and two fathers for those kids. Those men got to give you the money, sweetie. You can't be asking me for that. And he says, ask their fathers like it's their children. They need to give you money for things like this. And the woman goes how she's a, you know, single mother, and she's already asked them, and she all she said was borrow. And he says, if you, <laughs> if you ain't have $20 on you, then you, how can I trust that you ever give back? So that's this conversation for the most part. It's a woman asking a man for $20. Like, I see some points with both of them, right? I, if, if you have three children, two baby dads, you should not be asking anybody for money because, one, you should not have three kids and not $20 in your pocket. I know. I'm sorry. I just don't. Like, that's why I don't have no kids because I don't got $20 in my pocket right now. <laughs> 
But no, yeah, and like I'm not gonna sit up here and pretend like I'm so rich that I've never got to that point where I've gotten down to twenty dollars in my pocket. But nobody else hurt, I need affected. To, but nobody you. else affected. Guess what? I'm just gonna be eating rice all week, and that's just my business if I do it. I don't have to worry about no fucking surprise fills popping up. This you, makes me so mad because like from teaching kids, I just have such an animosity towards people who do not think and think of kids outside of being babies. Like these. Like babies grow up to be humans and the things that separate from you and the things that you do in their childhood affects them. Mm -hmm. So I know, you know, capitalism and all that shit like, you know, sucks and stuff like that. But it's just like you have to think, you know, okay, you got pregnant and you're like, fuck. And it's like, I know it's very hard because I don't know if I could do it, but, like, adoption is also an option. Yeah, right. And not saying that it's not that deep, like the $20 and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it's worse stuff happens where, like... Because if you can't afford $20 for their field trip, what if some other shit just popped up, another emergency popped exactly up? Exactly, like they get hurt or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, I feel so, like, ser- like I take... It's, a lot of stuff that I don't take seriously, but like children and their well-being, I take so so seriously. Top priority. Top priority, because like when I was a kid and I saw the way certain kids, even as a child, I was like, that's not right. Like seeing the way some kids, like for instance, for breakfast, how they would come in with like hot Cheetos <laughs> and like stuff like that and like juice, and like I was at home eating like eggs. Uh, waffles and like drinking like water and like they would be balanced eat, yeah know? eating a, a balanced like breakfast and I would see the other way kids ate and I see, saw that, that the powder donuts yeah exactly and I saw the way that affected them and they you know how they act and I'm saying that I was obviously not a perfect child but it's just like it was just so little effort into parenting and that rubbed off on how they act that, you know, and some kids were, you know, was able to break from that mm-hmm. and they grew up to be, you know, great. Some of them are even parents now, like great parents now, but, you know, some of them weren't that lucky. And I'm like, I know that people are like, oh, it's just $20, but I'm like, no. this is, is so, that's the problem with some people is you don't, a lot of people don't think deeper than things. Exactly. Cause like, I'm constantly thinking about my future children. That's why I'm on, I will try any type of birth control there is in the world. <laughs> and even I know that about me. I will literally, yes. there's no birth control that I will not try. And it's like, I take this so seriously that I, even when I was a teen, like, and I was, when I first started having sex, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I will always think about mm-hmm. my future kids. See, and also on that tip of people not thinking about things deeper, somebody asking you for $20 <laughs> is a big red flag. It that has, is. And it, it's not even, a, not just about their finances. Uh, in this text message chain, the guy was saying something like, you know, we just started talking. Yeah. And we, they talking. They're not in a relationship. Mm-hmm. To, for you to ask somebody that you are not in a relationship with for $20 for your kids says a lot about you. Like, it's not like 30 different people you could have went to before that like if I needed $20 um I just don't want to let my partner know that right away yeah. that I'm that irresponsible like I would yeah. rather my mom somebody who know and understand that I ain't shit know <laughs> bef- before them and I just thought that was so weird but at the same time this guy was kind of like rubbing it in her face that he wasn't going to give her the $20 like oh well, I don't take care of people's kids well then why are you talking to somebody With who three has kids, three kids that. if you have no intention on playing step exactly and that's another thing y'all bitches need to stop 
putting men in what you want before your children. There is no way that I'm going to be, if I have children, I'm not going to be with no man that don't like children or don't want to interact with my children. And that, kids can feel that. And, like, I was watching, again, me watching TV, mm-hmm. I was watching Wife Swamp, and there was there was three kids, and the the wife and the husband had a daughter together, and then the wife had two daughters previous um, before she met her husband, and the husband didn't interact with the older girls. He only was, like, very lovey-dovey to his daughter. And I'm like, that's not okay. Like, the daughters felt affected by it. They're like, well, all we do is mm-hmm. clean the house, like, and he doesn't really, like, you know, interact with us and stuff. And kids can feel that. And, like, yeah. y'all need to stop like thinking about your needs and mm-hmm. think about you, does this person get along with my kids do they like, like kids do I trust them around my kids I felt like that in my youth that's why I will never allow my children to be in that situation mm-hmm. ever 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 I had to deal with that growing up I had to deal with somebody who blatantly just made it obvious that they ain't fuck with me like that because I wasn't their child I've dealt with it two times and I, it's really hard our relationship that we have with our like moms and like the black community where even though sometimes they put us in situations that we're not right we just can't help but not love them yeah. I mean I can't help but to love them I love my mom yeah. and I know at the time she didn't know better but that really did affect me because mm-hmm. I don't trust a lot of men when I see people like Russell Wilson taking on children that aren't theirs I'm almost like is this a facade like I don't believe it sometimes but I'm that person who I don't intend on if if I get in a relationship with somebody who has a child it's hard for me because I know if I get in a relationship with somebody that has a child I'm gonna have to treat this child like they mine Mm -hmm. and I'm not really ready for that Yeah, but let's just say I fall in love with somebody and they have a kid like I love kids and I you know me I don't Mm -hmm. have in in me to ever treat a child the wrong way yes because I got so I have been tested in my family life and I'm just like I just want the baby I don't want to deal with the mom (laughs) I don't want I just want the baby. And um, we deal with that all the time in my family. We are constantly <laughs> accepting kids that just are not blood because I come from, like, my actual blood is that way. Too bad my mom didn't marry somebody who was that way. But my actual family, we accept kids, and we don't put anything against them. But if you plan on getting a relationship with somebody that got three kids, you must have full intentions of being a step-pappy. Yeah, cause and if I, not a step-pappy, then you must have just wanted to, you know, be be a friends with benefit and if that's the case you need to make it clear to oh I don't get my friends with benefit no money like yeah. why are you entertaining a woman you have no intention of ever giving a fuck about her kids yeah so I and I feel like I don't know the situation but I feel like maybe he made that apparent maybe was distant like that was kind of like apparent um but yeah you have to start paying attention to these niggas and like be like you know couldn't this person get along with my kids. Yeah, and if you are, um, like, he was making a huge deal out of $20, but at the end of the day, it was his. It, it was, was his. his. That's the thing about it being your money. You, it, it could be a lot. It could be a little bit. You could have it. You could not, but it's yours. You could do what you want with it, mm-hmm. and people need to understand it. Now, I'm somebody who, like, I thoroughly believe in men kind of going above, above and beyond financially because that's just how I grew up, and it's not because I need it. I always quote Sierra when she said, I can take care of myself, and I can find somebody to do it to. That's my life. Like, without a man, I'm always going to try my best to get it, but if you want to come in my life, you better have something to offer. 
offer mm-hmm. because I can take care of myself. So you need to have something plus, you know? So if you come into a woman's life, you need to be able to give her $20 if you intend on being serious with her. Mm-hmm. You need to understand that, you know, sometimes people do fall short. But if you don't have no intentions, you need to make it clear. And also... The kid told you about the trip last minute. You just can't go. That's a lesson. Hello. That's another. That's another lesson. That's the first thing I said. My mom would have told my black ass if. Same. My, my mom has never been in that situation with me as a kid. I can honestly remember. I've never had a moment where I was like, "My got a school trip," and she was like, "Well, I don't have it." Like, and I've been fortunate enough to, you know, for it to be like that. But let's just say that I caught, came up her, to her the morning of and was like, Mom, we gotta, we going to the uh, zoo today. Can I have 20? My mom would have been like, no, because I didn't pack your lunch for you. I didn't know you was doing this. My mom usually was trying to, you know how you be out of uniform during trips? Mm-hmm. I ain't got no clothes that aren't uniforms pressed or whatever the hell she did prepared for you. Yep. So no, you're not going. Unless she could somehow swing it. I had two younger brothers. My mom wasn't thinking about the trip. You let me know ahead of time or you do not go. That was one of the first things I remember learning, especially from my dad. It's like, you want that last minute stuff? Why are you telling me afterwards? Exactly. No. I yes, just went yes, even. My black ass used to be so excited to be not in class. I, the day the permission slip came home. First of all, so my mom used to be like, just sign my name and I give you the money. <laughs> I remember I said signature. Yo, our, that's what we do. My mom too. Yes, I, I especially so, yeah. remember when I was uh, able to um, go to the food court instead of her packing me lunch. I thought <laughs> I was the shit. So, yeah, that's another thing. And I feel like people don't be wanting to teach their kids lessons no more. That's why they be coming to fucking classrooms and acting a damn fool because nobody teaching them lessons at exactly. home. Let's stop the, the last minute stuff. Let You can't do it. Yeah. And that's, oh, God, that could be just the final wrap-up. Stop sending these little demons out into the world for the rest of us to do it. They suck. Like, I be wanting to advocate for these little bad inner-city kids so bad. But, like, I was at the gas station the other night, and there, somebody was like, um... Miss, do you want me to pump your gas? And I was like, no. And they like, fuck out of here. This and I'm like, I don't want you to pump my gas so you can put fucking uh, Sprite or something in my gas tank instead of, like, I don't got time for that shit because I don't want to whip your ass. Because if I do, <laughs> then you're going to bring your sister up here and I'm going to have to whip hers next. I'm not trying to fight y'all. So yeah. just, you know, leave me be. Let me pump my own gas. But I'm like, you know what? My little brother who is 16 years old, he will never be out in a gas station begging people, can I, can I pump your gas? He's never going to be out in, uh, the, the, in front of the supermarket begging to walk to people's cars because the only thing I can think about that is you are opening your, you're opening your child up to walking to strangers' cars. Yeah. The number one way of transporting and, and kidnapping kids. Yeah. So I'm like, like just fucking pay attention. And that'll be the same mom to be like, oh, they got to go on a field trip. But don't give a shit where they go after school. Exactly. A heavy generalizations. But this is shit that we see. This is not nothing yes, we see on say, TV. This is real life Exactly. Shit. Like, for me, like, teaching, that shit really turned my fucking head upside down all the fuck around. Yeah, you and just want to like, love them and support them. And, like, and then when you see the parents to come up for events, it's like they on their phone when the kids is, like, singing or performing or something like that, or they don't really care. Like, they leave after it's done, like, real quick. They don't really just... And it's like, if you're not ready to be a parent, there are so many things where you so many There's a lot to do that so you can just not be one and you can still enjoy sex without exactly but i just 
want people to just know yourself. And I know a lot of people have like religious hangups around kids and stuff like that, but don't let you letting this stuff make you become a shitty parent. You just having a kid because you think that's what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And you think, oh, you know, maybe like, you know, getting rid of it, I, that's going to be a bad thing for me. But okay, it's, but then you bring this kid into the world. Who's a monster. And who will grow up to not be a child anymore and just terrorize the rest of them? Exactly. Instead of taking these precautions. And, like, that's where, for me, it was, like, it was deeper than $20. Because from, I don't, obviously, I don't know you, um, but just, I feel like I know that type of parent from, definitely from just teaching and just being around you know, certain people. But niggas, you need to stop surrounding yourself with somebody with three kids. Exactly. You have no that too. Because I too. know, I know somebody. I got a cousin who does not listen. Who always find a way to date girls with kids, but don't want to be no stepdad. And I'm like, well, what are you around for? That's not. It's, that's not fair. For? That's not fair. Because of course, this girl knows that dating is a little bit more complicated for her. So she thinks that you're here because you accept her children. If you do not accept her children, go away. That's because not some fair. nigga. Is going to play daddy. Who? He might have two kids too. They can become a fucking Brady Bunch. Who knows? But you, you, you shouldn't do that to people. Yeah, that's not fair at all. All right. Well, that's about it for this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. Do you have anything coming up? Do I have anything coming up? Not that I can think of. Um, do we have any shout-outs this week? I can't think of any in particular. I can't particular. think of any shout-outs. Oh, my birthday's coming up, guys. Yes! Oh, my gosh, duh! The next time you hear from me, I'll be closer to 30 than I am 20. Uh, oh, and wait. Hold on. Let me try to find this person name. Because somebody wrote on Black Girl Brush today was, um, they was binge, they was binging our episodes. Um, their name is... Sanai, I think Sanai underscore Shante on Twitter. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Thank you so much for the support and binge listening. Sanai Shante? Yeah. That's a pretty name. That really is. That's a great stage name. That really is. Great name. Also, just wanted to give a shout out to um fellow podcaster. Her name is Angie. She hosts a podcast called Yam Talk and she is just yeah. out here hustling. Um, And it's been, we share a lot of just communication about how sometimes it's just difficult to do your real life plus hustle plus social media and and when you're an introvert on top of all that shit just get rough so shout out to you girl continue to do your thing and that's it for this week make sure you follow us on twitter at blk girl brunch on instagram at black girl brunch and you can email us at black girl brunch at gmail.com if you have suggestions if you want to put someone in the sunken place ideas for people in new york or philly for us to interview just anything write to us let us know and you can follow me on instagram and twitter at iman matei sabria and my instagram is it's frank fm and my twitter is frank fm underscore all right so that wraps it up for this week bye peace